Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. Hey, how's it going? So, uh, yeah, we've got uh, Indian summer again. Um, You know, global warming is really the problem that the climate change, the fucking disaster we're living in, this is what's fueling fascism. I'm just going to put that out there. If you ask me, who is completely uneducated, but slightly, I, I have my own thoughts, and this is what I'm saying. I think climate change, and Ezra Klein agrees, he said it too, climate change is like making everybody feel really unstable. And it's it's very, you know, esoteric. You can't see it. You hear about it. Maybe COVID was part of it. Maybe not. It's very weird. It's a very weird, hard to put your, it's not, it's not tangible like things that we can see and kill like bears. And uh, I think it's causing a lot of unrest and some people feel better if they have some some man usually, although women too, in charge telling him what to do. So there you there there. That's the news from Dr. Lisa, the unlicensed therapist. So take it with a grain of salt. Thanks so much for listening to us. Oh my God. I'm so happy you're here because I have this most amazing guest today. Kate with a really long Ukrainian <laughs> last name that begins with S. So I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna make her say it. But before we get to her, and um, she's an incredibly talented, creative person, photography, video, and she's living in the United States, but she has a report from the front, really. And we're going to find out what what it really, I'm going to try and get a sense on a firsthand basis what it's what the experience of, be, of being from the Ukraine, being in the Ukraine is like right now, because... You have no idea, okay? You watch the shit on TV, but unless you're there, you can't even imagine. And we're not going to be able to imagine, but we're going to make an attempt to get a little closer. But before we get to Kate, I just want to tell you that uh, I really appreciate, we really appreciate you listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. It's coming into year and, you know, we're trying to dig our, our studio out of the COVID disaster and all that. And we could... We could use your help, you know, We're, we really could. This is a really important time for free media and free form media and, you know, all sorts of ideas to be out there. So we would we would really appreciate it if you could donate some money or just even spend a little time on our website, get a newsletter, try to get to know us, okay? So that's RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, all spelled out. If you can't spell, look it up. Okay, or send me a note. All right, I'm a, I'm on uh, Instagram at drlisalevysp. You can send me a note if you can't spell radiofreebrooklyn.org. Okay, you fucking idiot. Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> You're not an idiot. You're listening to me. How dumb could you be? That's what my father would say. <laughs> oh, never mind. Jesus. Hello, Kate. Hi. I just have to tell you guys something. Kate is really pretty. I just have to say that. <laughs> That's not why she's here, but she is. She's really pretty. <laughs> so, um, Kate, um, thanks so much for being here. And uh, tell us a little bit. You kind of, we kind of started talking about this. You've been in the U.S. for three years. Oh, no, is that no, right? No. Did I get that right? No. 
tell us like how you came to the how long you've been in the U, the U.S. and tell tell us just tell us about your family, your families in the Ukraine, stuff like that. Okay, your husband. T- give us the give us the broad strokes. We'll start with that. The situation you're in. Okay. Yes. So um, I've been in New York for six um, six and a half months. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So when the war started, I was at home. I was in Kiev. Um, with my husband and um yeah uh, originally i'm from kharkiv it's a city big city located in east part of ukraine that is heavily bombed right now and pretty much destroyed but and my family was there but i've been living in kiev for the last 10 years mm. and i relocated here to new york because of war not not that i've been living here Oh, I don't know why I thought that. Jesus, that's really... Oh, yeah. I don't know, because that's what I thought. And then I said, how long have you been here? And I must have heard three years. So I made a mistake. I, you know, I miss her. She, she you know, it's a community. <laughs> that was that was a technical communication problem, folks. I know that's embarrassing, but six months. So you've, so you left because of the war. So what mm-hmm. was it like when you left? Like how, like what happened? So actually... um the first thing I want to say for everyone who've never been in Ukraine, into Ukraine, that we had amazing life. Yeah. <clears throat> and for yeah. The last, I would say that for the last eight years, the life in Ukraine um, was so nice. And so, I mean, Ukraine was in the bloom. Um, that's how it feels. Uh-huh. How, how it and what felt. was your life like there? Um, I'm a photographer and director, and my husband is a producer. And he runs his own production company. So we were working with advertisements and like everything, everything else. Like, were you really busy? Yes, we were. We were breezy. We were traveling a lot. And her, her eyes are lighting up. It's so cute. <laughs> it's no, I mean, it's touching is really what I meant. But go ahead. Because it's true. It's really true. I've been living in Kiev and it's like five hours by car to Kharkiv, my native city. So. We have, my family has, have had or have, I'm not sure actually, pretty nice uh, country house and we spent a lot of weekends together because it was so easy to just yeah. like, go there for yeah. a couple of days to refresh, to see them, to meet them, to spend some time together. So it really was uh-huh. nice and... You and your husband have a nice home? Yes. Mm-hmm. We'd we, pets, dogs, cats? No, no, no there wasn't. And like no we were children, cha- I asked. Yeah, no children. no children and no pets because like we were traveling a lot and um, we were working a lot and we still thought that we had plenty of time to have all of that. Now, to be honest, I'm thinking that maybe we missed something because like I always wanted a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I hope that we will have it later. So, so yeah. So anyway, things were really good. Yeah, yeah, everything was really good and that's how I was able to come to New York when everything started because like we've been here a few years ago and oh. of course oh, we, so you... we fell in love with the city. Oh, like so it's you, New York. You had you know. been here. Yeah, okay. we've been here. So uh, So you knew the city. Yeah. And not like new, but we I had an expression. Right. I I had right. this feeling so when we were deciding where I'm going like So what yeah. actually happened? Did you, when you left six months ago, was there yeah. bombing or um, like, were you scared or what happened? Yeah. Uh, so since New Year, um, for the first two months, like January and February, of course, there was a lot of 
news and talks about everything that's going on between Ukraine and Russia. And it was, from one point of view, it, it seems like Russia escalated their, like, you know, all their army and weapons around our country. But there was other sources that were like, everything will be okay. And to be honest, when you're inside the situation like this, you can't, I mean, you can't believe in it. We're living in 2022, right? And I mean, we're living in modern world. Um, there was too much wars. It feels like humanity already learned their lessons. Mm -hmm. And you just can't imagine that things like that can happen. So you were just like, listen to this, guys. You can't imagine that things like that could happen. And it could happen anywhere. Yeah, because like you're living your life every day. You had nice job, like interesting job. You have like everything. Your friends, nice places. I mean, yeah. Your nice city, Kyiv is so vibrant and everyone who've been here, mm. like everyone is know that Kyiv is capital of Europe, to be honest. And it was before the same because like we have all the best parties, all the best shows, like ev everything. And mm. if you're speaking about our industry, like a lot of people were like shooting advertisements, video clips, and music videos, movies, even Netflix, uh, they were shooting in Kyiv. It was easy like that. It's two hours flight to Paris or to Rome. Mm. I mean, you're mm. in the center of the Europe and you're living your best life. Um, <laughs> and you can't believe that something like, like, like war can come, really. And before that, there was, all, there was one day, like maybe two weeks before war, when my mom called me and she was like, you know, I, I heard the news and um, the anchor woman told that there is much less cars in the streets of Kiev. So mm -hmm. did you notice it? And I told you that like, oh my God, it's just like, you know, like New Year's Eve are mm -hmm. such a long season. Everyone mm -hmm. is just like traveling. It's okay. But then I put down the phone and like, to be honest, this was the first time when I was like really thinking that something's happens, something real is happening. Because like, mm. there really was not that much cars as it usually is. Mm. And there really was people who just went for a really long journey after mm. New Year, like for two months, for a month or something like that. And um, to be honest, you still can't believe. The day before war, I was working on my project um, at studio and I had a few meetings and I came home early and then my husband came from the meetings from his work and it was winter. It was still snowing around and we just decided to take a walk and it was a pretty long walk. We walk in for, I believe, one hour or two just around the city. We were living in on on the Saxahanskova street and it's in the middle of the city and there was such a nice walk we went through maybe almost all our favorite places and it was so nice <laughs> and beautiful and peaceful and even before like few hours before we started we couldn't imagine what what happened next to be honest Mm. And then um, there was like um, 
Russia president, I don't even want to call yeah. his name, um, mm-hmm. like mm, he, it was his speech and he told that they will do something. And still, we had a few hours before that. And we, I mean, we were, we were concerned. But when you're inside this situation, I know that a lot of people who were in America or in Europe, they were like, you need to do something. And so, but like, you see this only from this distance. You yeah, have. no, yeah. But different. when you're inside of this, you can't believe that your world will be ruined in a few hours, kind of. Right, right. So, yeah. And, um, I mean, we went to sleep late and um, my husband, I mean, we know, we don't know why, but he woke up really early. Uh, maybe before half hour, they, they start bombing. And he was just like so awake, he couldn't sleep again. And he was like, I just like didn't even know what's going on. There is nothing in use. Nobody's calling you. It's like just regular night on the street when you're like going to balcony. He he went to balcony, he mm-hmm. saw on the street and everything was peaceful and okay. And then he was like, he, he, his friend sent him a text message uh, and she texted him like, I'm sorry for bothering. Maybe you're still sleeping, but it seems like something happened around me. <laughs> and she's living um, not like in different neighbor neighborhood from us. And, and she, and he was like calling her like, back to her and she was like what's what's happening and she's like it's bombing all around i'm not sure but it's it's it really bombing because like you when it even started when you see it you can't really believe it when you i mean it feels like you're still kind of dreaming or something so he put down the phone he came to me he woke me up uh and he was like so calm <laughs> i I I can't even believe that it was like that, but it was. He was super calm. He woke me up. He kissed me. And then he told me like, baby, you need to wake up right now because it started. The war started and we need to act. And since that, since that moment, I mean, I never was more awake than <laughs> that morning, to be honest. Could you hear it? You mean what? The bombing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There wasn't Syrians in our area because, like, Kiev is a very big, and mm-hmm. Syrians was like, maybe they were, but I, I wasn't like, I mean, I wasn't it hear them feel, like it didn't feel like next door, but it you it was hot, yeah. it was real. No, but we I heard bombing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what happened? We grab our stuff. Um, we we're living. Uh, our apartment was located on Saksahanskava nearby. Central railway station yeah. and also um, <clears throat> electricity station. So, like on October nine, uh, ten, and October seventeen. I mean, I bet you, you, you saw those pictures. They were on all papers here, newspapers mm. here. So, our house is on the background of that. Oh wow! Yeah, and mm, he he kind of understood. I mean. <laughs> I'm not sure what I would do if I would be by myself, to be honest. Yeah. But he was like pretty, like, I don't know, 
clear with what should we do. So we grabbed some stuff and I mean, I had only maybe 20 minutes or 15 minutes, something like that. We grabbed stuff and um, went to our office because like we had an office and it was a house um, in different neighborhood. Mm. Uh, and it seems like it would be a little bit calmer. And while we were like taking those stuff, those clothes or something, to be honest, I still, I was so sure that it's just like for two days. I took like all parts of my project, my mm. Polaroids, my camera, <laughs> mm. my favorite boots, <laughs> my favorite sneakers. And I was like, it's just for two days, really. I just like will be able to finish those conceptions, those mailings. So I took my laptop and constantly while we, we were taking those things, we, I was calling to all to my family first and then to my friends, to all my friends. I mean, I, I'm not even sure how many calls I did. And we really woke up a lot of people that morning. And it was such a, it's, I mean, I never even was scared, to be honest. We were mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And it's not that scary as we, when you're like, yeah, you, yeah you. you're just doing yeah. what you got to do. Yeah, you just do what, yeah, yeah, that's so, right. So you, so what happened once you left? So we, we sit in the, the car and we didn't have enough, <laughs> enough um, you know, gas. So we needed to find a gas oh, station. No. And when we when we went to the street, we really felt the madness that's going on when, in, inside mm. the city. And like a lot of people were so scared and they also have a lot of like kids or, oh, like, yeah. you know. So they grab everything and then just like went from the city, like mm. immediately. We mm. didn't have that. Right. We didn't want to leave Kiev, and my husband was pretty sure that he doesn't want to leave city. I love Kiev. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He was really he. So you, did you go to your your yeah, office? Yeah, we went to the office just because it's like um, a building. Like mm -hmm. it's it's not that close to yeah. such objects as Tats or like a railway mm -hmm. station, and mm -hmm. you know. So then, what happened? Um, we spent a few days there, uh, and. Um, and actually, we were waiting for, like, you know, um, international community. What what would say international community, how mm -hmm. the scenes. Was a lot of bombing. On. Was that scary being there? Was there a lot of bombing going on? Did you hear about, you know, stuff happening? Yes. Yes, we heard it all. And, and it was the first day when they bombing Gastamil Airport. And uh -huh. it's nearby Bucha. And uh -huh. I believe everyone knows this city now. And um, they bombing there. Russians were bombing there that at that moment, and it was pretty loud. Yeah. And same time, my family in Kharkiv, um, and it was much much more worse than in Kiev, yeah. especially first days. And um, it was just like unbelievable. Was your was, family scared? I think so. Of course. Um. You think so? Did they not? Did they try to act calm? Yeah, of course. They didn't want you to know they were scared. Yes. Uh huh. And I didn't want to show. You didn't want to, yeah. I didn't want to show. I never cried, actually. Wow. I first cried when we left Kiev and then I, when I, when I left Ukraine. So how did you And then leave? I was crying a lot in New York. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, New York will definitely do that <laughs> when to you. It was one, so when how it was did you me. wind up um, leaving Kiev then? So in a few days, there was a moment when Russian army like break um, 
area of Gaston Milze report and we have a friends who was who were living in Bucha in the in the beginning of the city and uh, they were there at the moment and they called us and told that the tanks are going to the city actually mm. right now and there was a moment when you're just like you're only sitting and waiting or you're doing at least something so we decided to relocate in the center part of ukraine mm-hmm. and and also i need to mention that my husband was like he he, he wanted to go to uh, Tero. um it's like uh oh my god I'm, I'm not sure how to call it in english but it's just like the men who wanted to defend kiev they're so not did in the he want to fight did your husband want to fight yeah he wanted and but the first days as even now <laughs> there is a lot of people who already were there and there is a lot of military men who are like know what to do there. yeah trained so, and yeah, he's not trained they, they were like we don't need you right now and yeah so he didn't go there and um and then um after that few days we left Kiev and went to the central part of Ukraine. We end up in Vinitsa. Um it's a nice, super nice, uh cozy city in the middle of Ukraine. And um so you know, it's all true when a lot of people are leaving big cities and all those traffics on the roads, there are no gas on the stations, there are no food in any, in any shop. Like That's what it was like there? Mm-hmm. Was that really uh, upsetting? It was. Yeah, like what, what, what was going through your head? Up. You can't even, like, you don't even want to, like, it, it must have been I, weird. I wasn't scared it's it's not scary. It's just like, you know, it's just the feeling that it's unfair at all. Because all those people on nice cars with their nice kids, with pets, with, you know, dogs, cats. Like everybody's home life is just being uprooted for yeah, no reason. Yeah, it was so, it was so unexpected that we had that all that growth. Like, you know, we were growing all the time. Ukraine was growing and we, as part of Ukraine, were growing too all the time, constantly for the last few years. And uh, it wasn't like we, I understood maybe first time since the war started, I understand that nothing's going to be like it was before. Mm, that's very That was That was the sad. only thing. There was no nothing else, to be honest. It wasn't like scary or something. It's just your life has been turned around it's, and it'll <laughs> never be the same. Yeah. And you know that like when you go through something like that, you already know that, I mean, you just had this feeling. I never back to my home since now. Uh. After that 15 minutes I had in the morning. Do you think your home is still there? I know that it's still It is still there. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know now. I don't know. I'm living like with no apartment for the last six months. I changed. I'm not even, I, I didn't even count. Maybe 30 places where I was sleeping since the beginning of the war. So to be honest... I don't know. I don't know. So how did you wind up coming to the U.S.? Uh, so then my family came and in a few weeks, there are, like we understood, we were volunteering a lot and um, we were trying to be helpful. But um, it's already like, you know, um, it's a crisis inside of Ukraine. It right. started since the war and still there. So even in Vinnytsia, it was pretty peaceful. There was bombing, but not that much. Mm-hmm. As another con- as in other cities, uh, but it's um, the crisis started the food crisis, and we saw that it's not enough food. 
it's not enough places to stay because a lot of people needs to like relocate from the east part mm. of the country mm-hmm. and from the you know from the mm-hmm. other parts of the country and um it's already started crisis like really you can't even buy eggs for example you Just, only can buy like 10 ba- 10 eggs in one fa- to one family so mm-hmm. if you came like three of you they won't uh, and you want uh, to you know so right. it's like it's not enough food in the in the in the city right. it, it was a moment like that were and, you waiting on lines a lot uh what did you have to wait on lines for food yeah uh yeah i mean um yes we were it's it, it wasn't that important. You don't think about these things, to be honest. Well, really? it's just like yeah, you're just like doing what you need, and that's it. I never, I, ne- I didn't have any cl- enough clothes. I only have one jeans and one uh-huh. sneakers or something, and one on me. So that's it. So we like went to some market to just buy at least buy something. Some so it's something like that, yeah. And it's so you're still, just like you're just like it's all blur. Yeah, kind of all goes absolutely. Together. You're just like yeah. have things to do, and you're doing that. And mm-hmm. and the other thing that really we were like we were discussing what should we do, and it was obvious that the crisis started, and it's it's not enough food and heat and space for everyone, and we discussed what should we do and i also have my mom my 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 sister and and my niece my sister's um daughter so men's are not allowed to leave the country mm. so it's only women and we decided that we can try to do this and at least for a while and uh, my sister decided that it is going to be germany mm-hmm. so we went um four of us me sister my mom my niece and a hamster <laughs> Oh. Yeah, because like my my my, my niece um, had a hamster and she took her with her. Of well, course. like uh, that's good. Yeah, you need that. Yeah. You, need a, you can't go without your hamster. I don't care <laughs> bombing or no bombing. You know, right? <laughs> you can make it without her. So it was now again girls. Band. So you went to Germany. How did you find a place to stay there? My 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 sister um, knew somebody. Or yeah, she knew. No, yeah. it was like her friends from Kharkiv who went there first, and they helped mm-hmm. her to realize right. blah blah blah. Right, yeah. right, right. So yeah, but I don't have any German language, and as a European language, it's only English mm. for me. So when we decided where I will go, uh, we decided that I will go to New York, and I had few. I have few friends here since. Yeah, before war, mm-hmm. and now I have a lot, of course, a lot of a lot, a lot, a lot more. more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, and I don't know why I even started all this, but I decided that it's a good idea, and I will go there. I will tell everyone about war, and we will end this war, and it will end in two or three weeks, and that's it. And I will go home, and it's okay. So your husband is yes. still in the Ukraine, of course. So what's his life like now? What's your life together? I mean, you're, you know, that must be, I don't, tell tell, <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah, you? it's something. So what is his life there now? So actually, I need to start it that we, um, we planned our wedding day on the May 2nd, um, but the war started in February, so we never had a wedding. And, uh. But when the war started, I, I had the strong feeling that we're not gonna, like, we're not gonna lose this anyway. And we went there. We ju- we we, we you married. Got married. Yeah, we get we get married uh, during the war. And, oh, that's yeah. beautiful. 
Oh, that gives me it's the not. chill. <laughs> no, 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 but the human, the, the resilient, that is resilience of the human spirit. There is a lot of resilience. I hope, I hope, I do hope you have a beautiful wedding not too far in the future, but I I'm mean, glad, yeah, you know. Thank you. It's, it's not really that important. I know it too, but. No, like, it is to you. It is to you and it should be. It would be to any, any, we'll it's see. not, may not, may not make peace in uh, the will, world, but it's important. Um, so you guys got married yeah. and he stayed there and you came here. Yeah. Did he stay in, in, so is he in the Ukraine now? Yeah. He's and in so Ki- what is, what's his, in Kiev? So yeah. what's his life like? Um, he's volunteering a lot actually. So, and trying to work, uh, as me too. Like now we're trying to work, um, like, you know. Is it dangerous for him to be there? Of course. I mean, everyone is... There is no safe place in Ukraine right now at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's. It, I mean, I want to make it clear for everyone: you you can be safe um, when Russia's army are around you and bombing, of course, without like you know. So what? Is, what? What does that like? How, I can't understand how anyone can cope with that. Do you just? I mean, it's not that. Um, do you see people getting killed? Do you see the bombs? Yes, but you get used to everything anyway. You just get used to it. Yes. So like when everything started and there was first like bombing and first explosions and so first Syrians, we were reacting really very, um, like, you know, you're reacting Immediately, when you hear Syrian, you go downstairs or doing something Siren. to protect yourself. Yeah. But um, while you're living, like when you're living in this situation longer, you just get used to it somehow. But it's still, you can't, not everyone is get used to it. And you, you, you can, I mean, you, you, you can't plan anything. You can't leave your, it's not a life. You can't leave your house? No, you can, of course. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, you, it depends. But, it depends. There is people who not live in houses who are really that afraid that they can do this. Like, for example, uh, especially in Kharkiv, there was a lot of um, subway stations that were um, sh- like people went there f- to be to use it like a shelter, kind of. And when yeah, there was right. like crucial bombing. So yeah, and um, the subway in Ukraine is also. I would say bigger than New York and mm. it's more um, underground. So um, there is a lot of, for example, here in New York, you have a lot of stations underground and like on on the ground mm-hmm. or, or like not that deep underground. Mm-hmm. And in Ukraine, they all are like deeper underground and, you know, mm-hmm. it's pretty... So people go down there. Yeah, it, 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 really, it really was so uh, amazingly bad... <laughs> It seems like, you know, those photographs from London uh, during the Second World War and um, when people were like sleeping yeah. there, eating so there, living their like- life. Yeah. And a lot of, some of them, some people went there, uh, stayed there and then went like and trying to live their life or doing some stuff or like leaving the city or doing something. But, you know, um, trauma is different so i'm i'm not a psychologist or something no, right no. but like it feels like that that there is different people and they are like experience different some feelings. people can ha- are more yeah are, are really really freaked yeah. out and yeah. some people are more mm-hmm. but um so 
you can't can can you live any kind of normal life there? I mean, or is everything just about the war? Of course, it's war. It's all about the war. I mean, of course, sometimes maybe it. Do you I'm, worry? I'm not, I'm not sure. All my friends are not like having fun. Yeah, I I don't have fun too. Too. To yeah. Be honest. No. No. Well, it you're... doesn't feels like I I'm not living through war. Even I'm here, even while Does I'm here. Does it feel like a crisis? Like you're in a crisis situation? Mm. Kind of. Like, is there is there that feeling of anxiety or that, that uh, does it color everything? Of course. Yeah. I'm not sure that, <laughs> I'm not sure that I'm ready to go there to, to that part of, my, of you know, of what you I'm see. going through. Because like to analyze it, because like it feels like when I start to analyze it, it will take much more time to do, to finish it. Like, and I don't have that time. I, right. I need and to you don't act even now. know. And you don't yeah. even know what exactly the future holds. Yeah, and it's still but not so answer. how how is so what is it what is it like with you and your husband? I'm so sorry that six months you haven't seen each other. Yeah, right? it's too much. It's so, first and, time and ever. No, and no. And do you have any idea when you'll see him again? Yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope the next few weeks I will be able to go home. You're and, planning on yeah, going back there. I, I mean, I'm waiting. Every day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to have this permission to go. Oh, for the you're waiting for the paperwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so do you guys talk every day? Yeah. Or, so is it like a Zoom or a? It's so it's so no, it's not Zoom. Phone it's, call. It's, it's WhatsApp. <laughs> WhatsApp, but yeah. yeah, but I mean, usually, is it a like a video thing or is sometimes it, it's video, sometimes it's just on talk. the voice, sometimes it's texting. But yeah, we're, like to be honest, we're so together. I mean, I. It doesn't feel like he is away. He's always with me anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's not like that. But of course, you know, I, I miss the, the best part just to be together, just to not talking, <laughs> not not speaking part. Because like, it's always was my, my, my favorite moment when he came home or like I came home and I'm just like, we're just like laying there and just like not talking, not yeah, speaking. Just somebody only you can be around being and... together. That's it. So yeah. yeah, this is always was the first, the, the favorite yeah. part for me. So yeah. And I miss it. I miss it a lot. And uh, I'm not sure is it the right decision or not, mm. but. It's now, it's it's still, it's still, the war is still, um, it's not over. It's still there and it's every day there. And there is no way that I can forget about it, just turn off the news or something. Because, mm. I mean. Yeah, I understand that. I yeah. understand that. So your whole life has really been completely uprooted and you have no idea. You don't really know what's going to happen. Um, yes and no. It feels sometimes. Sometimes it feels like I just realized that we never know. Yeah, <laughs> and we re- none of us know. That's a good reminder. And I, I actually realized it that deeply, like never before. Wow. Yeah. To be yeah, honest. you've got like a really big perspective on. So how does Americans do? Does it seem like we must seem like we're just blithely? ignorant here in some way like we're not affected by it the way you are personally right um no i mean i was i mean not that you could expect (laughs) us to but like is that weird being that your circumstances are so extreme in that way to be honest i was very i mean so amused um about americans in a good way because everyone is aware what's going on 
a lot of people are trying their best to help mm-hmm. at least as they can. Uh, when I just came to New York, um, I knew from my first visit that there is like Ukrainian Institute of America and I went there just like went by my foot without any mm-hmm. emails or callings or something like mm-hmm. that. And there was this guys, all of them are Americans and they were like working on some, I don't know, just like grabbing some stuff to send them to Ukraine, mm-hmm. some donations. And I just started helping them. I mm. met all of them and um, they really helped me to realize that there is a lot of people who cares. Yeah. And um, I was really amused because like first I went to Europe with my family, as you know, yeah. and it was really hard because like really there is a lot of people who cares, who came to you, who, try, who tried to tell you something and it's beautiful and cruel at the same time because um, I was living all my life um, from the very beginning by, I mean, I, we worked really hard to be in our position where we were before war started. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, unexpected to, the, to be the person um, who needs help, actually. Right. And um, as I realized, it's very hard to ask yeah. for help in yeah. any way. And um, when a lot of people are given this help, you're not really always prepared <laughs> to accept it. <laughs> Fully. <laughs> oh, I know. We don't, we, 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 we don't, yeah, we're, I, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean it's like when you came from Ukraine, I mean, first we, from, from Ukraine, we went from Moldova uh, to Moldova, then to Romania, uh, then Hungary, then uh, Czechoslovakia, and then uh, it was Germany. So, like, can was you it exhausting? Were you just no, traveling all the time? I mean, of course. You, were you, imagine, were you like, in like a group of people just traveling all the time? No, we were a group of uh, <laughs> uh, girls uh, under like, you know, in, in, in break breakdown, or how do you call it? Like, we were like crying unexpectedly <laughs> wow. or something. And there is like, I, I told you, there is like mother, daughter, and sister, and sister crises all the time. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's hard. It's yeah. hard. We, I mean, so you're working with um, some teen- teenage artists now? Or are you, you're working at a school? I want to hear about oh, that. Okay. Yeah, so tell us about that. We have... Yeah, about fifteen it. minutes, and yeah, I want to so hear like, about uh, that. Yeah, I, 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 I went to school. Um, it is Saint George Academy, uh, Nestor Place, and there is a high school, and they actually, um, there is like a, around one hundred students mm-hmm. uh, from Ukraine, and they uh, accept them. And um, the principal asked me if I want to, and. I'm I'm not really the person who wants to teach, but um, when I saw those kids and I really, I don't know what they're going through too. Mm-hmm. As you don't know what I'm going through and I don't know what you're going through, but mm-hmm. it feels like we really have pretty similar circumstances circumstances right now. So I accepted and yeah, once a week I helped them and I, te- I mean, be doing art project there mm-hmm. and I really gave them all the freedom I could um, so they could do, it's, it's ha- actually the classes are half and half. So it's American kids and Ukrainian That's, kids. That sounds good. And it's, yeah, it and it feels like it works good and it's very interesting to, 
you know. So are those kids here with their families, or are they on their Mostly, own? Mostly, yes, but yeah. some of them are not. Some they of them with some just... relatives or something who. Wow. You know, they were sent here or something. So but, yeah, but they're all missing. Their Ukraine? family, absolutely, and yeah, and everyone is everyone knowing what's going on. Everyone wants to go home. Like you never want to leave your home to do anything under that kind of pressure. To be honest, you don't want to leave your home when it's bombing or something. Yeah, no. And, and like now, we just like I'm staying here because I'm trying to be as vocal as possible, just to to tell those stories, to show the situation that still is going on in Ukraine, to really like. People can pay attention to this because, like, inside of Ukraine, you don't have to do much, to be honest. You know, yeah, it's it's really it's really. Um, as a photographer, I first thought about like you know take a camera and go there, but it was, it's not my, it's not what I do. Yeah, you. I you're, can you're, I can take photos when somebody like losing their legs. I yeah. will go there and I will try to help those persons, right. and I did. So like, I mean, you can't. Um, it's not, it's not what I do. Right, right. I, I really appreciate the other photographers who can do this. Right, right, right. But it's really very special. I mean, yeah. maybe I'm not that brave. No, no. I think, I think you know, it's like what we're, as creative people, we're all drawn to different things for different reasons. That's all. I'm sure. It's it's not, I mean, I saw your work. Your work is, is really beautiful and very well, like, Thank thought out and composed. You know what you do is very... Um, you know, spe- it's very specific. It's not like you're just capturing a, a moment. You don't capture a moment. You create a fantasy more or an image. Yes, and you know why? I would say uh, I always I, I thought about it a lot, and now during the war, it's even more for for me. It's even more obvious. I really feel myself much free when I'm creating those stories. Um, even. I, I don't really believe in documentary because everyone when they when you're speaking about yourself, even me, even now, I'm 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 somehow during those interview I was just telling how it is. And then I was like, can I say it actually? Maybe I should say something, some more brave stories as we help somebody or no, something. No. Like you know what I mean. No, but but, but you know what I mean. Just, this is just what understanding what it's like to be there. I mean yeah, I'm I know. No, I know, but like that's why I really like fiction. I like fiction in movies. I like fiction in in photographs. F- people he, uh, have much more freedom while they have this kind of safe place of yeah, playground. Can, like uh, we, while we pretending, we kind of not real. It's you know an what escape. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So. So, do you feel really different now? Like, has this experience must have really changed you in some way? Like more serious, maybe, or does life seem? <laughs> it feels absolutely opposite. Like <laughs> it feels now, fun. everything feels fun, like a fun, because <laughs> like you know. Um, oh, so nothing. So nothing really that serious. Seems, when, nothing <laughs> seems serious. Yeah, when yeah, nothing right. is bombing all around, nothing is that serious. So, right, right. Yeah. There's no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you really got a different. But it's really. It must really have changed your perspective on life in um, a way yeah you appreciate more of what you have now i or, do yeah feels like that yes i yeah, do yeah and also i would say that um i feel myself kind of more free because um there was um 
you f- you're thinking about death <laughs> a lot while you're in circumstances like this. And when you accept it, that it's like, <laughs> it's something where you will be and maybe pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. You're so free, actually. Oh, I can you see don't, that. You, you're not afraid of anything. And oh, that's nice. We're just not thinking about it in our nice everyday life while we're like drinking coffee in co- like, you know, in beautiful cafes or like sitting uh-huh. and, the, and under the sun or just like spending time with friends and just joking around, blah, blah, blah. You you don't think about things like that. And now, even now, I don't have any receipt, but I would say that there is only this moment and that's it. Mm. We need to be in the moment. In yeah, the moment. that is really important. That is really important. And I really do believe You know, it's it. really funny. I asked my uh, therapist once because her therapist or her like supervisor was like 98 years old. And I said, how does he live with knowing that like death is so close? And she goes... He lives in the moment. That's all we have. You know, we got to live in the moment. I wanted to hear a little more about the uh, teenagers that you work with. Um, how how do they how how do they express themselves, and how are they how do they cope? How do you see them, and how and how does how do they affect their American classmates? Like. Um. Oh, they are very different, you know. There is a lot of them, so and all of them are 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 unique, and you can mm-hmm. feel it. And they are, of course, it's hard for them to to change the location. Um, a lot of them are from small uh. small suburbs in Ukraine, and they came <laughs> to New York. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. And it's also war in in your country, so like it's crazy. But um. They are pretty good, and it feels like they they can make it. I hope so. Yeah, and yeah, I was amused uh, about a lot of them because, like, I gave them a lot of freedom, <laughs> and you know, A students doesn't like actually a lot of freedom. But the bad boys <laughs> already finished their project, and I was really amused about them because, um, like, you know, they would they they they're the rule followers you didn't yeah. make people follow yeah. rules and when they don't have rules yeah. they can't handle it yeah it's true so and I, and i would say that the, this is this period very it's it's very interesting because in our country it's same um we're fighting for the freedom and right. it's very important to know what to do with this freedom and me here in the United States, I really want to be to to show and to tell as much as possible about Ukraine without war. I mean, there is a lot of pictures of war, and a lot of people are really can't even look at them, and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. You really need to look at them actually to know what's going on, but from the other side, I don't blame them. I understand that's how hard it is. Mm. It's really hard for me to look at it too, but it's also very important to show people what is Ukraine, why we are fighting. A lot of people wasn't there, haven't been there, I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, they can't really understand that how special this land yeah. is, how special people yeah. who are living there, yeah. what's going on inside the country. Yeah. And they, this is the most important thing for me. And yeah. um, the projects I'm working on, they are actually all around, uh, all about this, all about the beauty and culture and, um, you know. Well, I remember quite vividly, um, didn't Zelensky or some, in the beginning of the war, there was a video showing 
what what the Ukraine was like before the bombing. Do you mm-hmm. know that it was? Yeah, there broad- was a lot of them, of course. Yeah, well, um, and it it did look magical. It really did. It looked the yes. way they really wanted people to understand what a amazing place it was, and you could really and still is, and it will be. Even it better. will be. It will be. <laughs> I. I mean. I really. I. I really believe in this, and I would even say that um, they are bombing, and they continue to do this, and they are terrorists, and they are killers. But Ukraine is too big and too strong to destroy it fully, mm-hmm. and it's really important to understand that even Kharkiv, my native city, is still super beautiful. They already le- rebuilt some damaged mm-hmm. parts of it, and you know. The life is going on there, mm-hmm. and um, it's it's really hard to operate mm-hmm. there. But people, some of some people are still do, and it's really very important. That's why mm-hmm. we're trying to to continue work in Ukraine uh, and our production. Uh, it is called um, Paragon Production Studio, mm-hmm. uh, and we're still trying to like to work with them because uh, it's really very important. Mm-hmm. Um, to to you know to support the economic of Ukraine, um, it's one of the most important things actually, right now. Um, you, I think that uh, it, you must feel very proud of your your country, and I mean your country has become a symbol for the whole world in a way of you know bravery or, or mm-hmm. humanity in 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 you know, fighting, you know. I always was. Horrible, horrible. I always was. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm from very controversial place. I'm from Kharkiv. A lot of people are speaking, like Russians are always like that. You, you, Kharkiv has a, like, you know, direct border with Ukraine. Yeah. It's like, like yeah. this. And they were always like, oh my God, Kharkiv is a Russian city. No. And it, Never was. Mm-hmm. I'm from <laughs> ordinary place in Kharkiv, from small school, and I'm 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 speaking Ukrainian, and I know it. And my father was Ukrain, like was, mm-hmm. speaks Ukrainian. We always had all these cultural moments about like Ukrainian cultural moments, and we always was different from Russians, and it's obvious. And I mean, I always was proud. I yeah, I hate the situation because. I don't believe in war. War is horrible. War yeah. is is just horrible. Yeah. Ukrainians always were brave. They are. Yeah. And it's very important for people to understand how intelligent are Ukrainian. Yeah. How many beautiful achievements Ukraine has actually yeah. during this history. And yeah. Yeah. It's really just <laughs> it's really been a valuable example to the entire world the way your country has handled the conflict. Just and really brought a lot of Western countries together. The way we 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 need we need to move forward in that way. I think it's just very hard to it's just very hard to see um, our life like this in my country like this. It's yeah, really hard. I really, I really, I really hope there's a resolution soon. And me too. Yeah, and I, 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 I hope you get to see your your husband soon. That must be really. I can't. She's gonna cry. <gasps> no, <laughs> she is. I mean, I. Well, I don't know. You know, I've been. Ma- no, I, I've never had to deal with anything. I haven't had to deal with anything like that. I went away to college. That was about it. <laughs> um, but I want to make sure that we um, 
I want everybody to understand what a talented um, photographer and videographer Kate Kate is, and I want you to look at her work. I mean, I think you should hire. She. I mean, I used to be an art director, and this is top-notch stuff. I mean, I know what I'm talking about. Okay, it's really, it's really, really top-notch. So, um, and do you have a? Radio Free Brooklyn stands in solidarity with the families of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, Eric Garner, Eleanor Bumpers, Michael Griffith, Sandra Bland, Sean Bell, Amadou Diallo, Tatiana Jefferson, Akai Gurley, and the countless others whose lives were cut short due to police violence, centuries of systemic racism, oppression, fear, and hatred based on the color of their skin. Systems that marginalize and oppress cannot continue to stand if we are to progress as a society and as a nation. As New Yorkers, we understand and share the grief of Minneapolis and cities nationwide who have suffered violence at the hands of those who were sworn to protect them. Enough is enough. We support our African-American hosts, volunteers, family, friends, and community as a whole. We hear you. We're here for you. We stand firm and unwavering when we say, Black Lives Matter. Right. There are a lot of stereotypes of strippers, and the only way they can be dispelled is by actually listening Um, to strippers. Right. And if you think about it, I'm a relatively try to stay informed Bushwick person, and I didn't know. So we're gonna. So we're gonna like get rid of all your 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 misunderstandings about strippers. But before do that on. Hello. Hey, it's time for Dr. Lisa gives a shit. And I'm Dr. Lisa. Hey, how the fuck are you? You know, uh, it's really. Oh, my God, we're getting a call. Rachel, hello. Okay, I'm on now, Rachel. Um. So anyway, start again. Hey, it's Dr. Lisa. How you doing? So anyway, um, I just got back from LA and I, I am in a good mood. I am in a really good mood. I'm really excited about my guest today. Um, an amazing comic that I had the great good fortune of meeting in New York City when he was here. He's from LA. So it's a very LA kind of theme show. Got nice weather out, very L.A. Um, Yeah, I'm in a good mood, which is so random because there's really no reason why. But I'm very happy uh, that I am. So and it's good for all of us. Right. This is going to be a good show because I'm in a good mood. So uh, anyway, although being in a bad mood has its points, I must say. Uh, You know, but most importantly, thank you for listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. We 